Service your existing car with us right now. And it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Good evening and welcome to the programme. A Celtic flyout to Poland for the match with Shakhtar tomorrow. 5.45 and Rangers will welcome Napoli they're coming in to town for the game obviously rearranged until tomorrow evening at Ibrox against the Serie A Giants it's going to be a big couple of days of football after that break the enforced break because of the death of the Queen over the weekend but it's back to the football and in the next two hours with Barry and with Andy Walker we'll be counting down to the games that are coming up tomorrow First piece of news today is the player of the month, Andy. So as Celtic fly out, Kyogo, player of the month for August. He started well, six yeah. goals. Six goals gets some of the player of the month. If it was up to me and I got a vote, I'd have given it to Jota. I think he also scores goals, but he, um, you know, he creates them as well. And big personality player. So, um, But yeah, no complaints with going to Kyogo. And Barry the at Rangers Alan McGregor is going to be in tomorrow night surely because John McLaughlin you've got news yeah he's he's suffered an injury um, Paul so it looks of Alan McGregor's going to be back in between the, the, the sticks and I, I'm sure um, a number of Rangers fans will be absolutely delighted um, about that and I'm sure look Alan's um, it's been sore on him I'm sure he's been disappointed that he's no, not been the, the number one this season but listen he's got a brilliant chance tomorrow night in between the sticks and I'm sure he'll show his, his qualities as a goalkeeper against Napoli and we've got the Scotland squad for the upcoming games with Ukraine home and away and the Republic of Ireland here in Glasgow a week on Saturday and we heard there in the news no Andy Robertson we'll speak about it um, who's going to be the striker that's going to get the goals is it Shea Adams Lyndon Dykes been having a tough time we're going to find out what the guys think and maybe take some of your calls as well oh 808-17-17-700. What about Ange Postacoglu? Surely he's not going to Brighton. Andy Walker, quick word on that. Is there? It's maybe no surprise that he's being quoted for the yeah. job. What do you feel though? I, I totally understand why Brighton would want someone of that quality, someone who has transformed a, a club in a really short space of time. But uh, as far as Ange Postacoglu is concerned, I think he's. I think he's really happy here. He's got Champions League football. Uh, I think he wants to to build something, but I, I totally get why Brighton would be interested in him. Barry, Brighton can take him <laughs> if, they, if they want him. But listen, I've got to be honest, we have been so impressed. Yeah. Again, never knew too much about him, but uh, as Andy's just mentioned, there he has transformed Celtic to where they were, to where they are now. Um, the players that he's brought in, his recruitment side of things. Um, has been different class. Some of the players that he's brought into this, i.e. Jota, who we just spoke about, Kyogo, Hitati, players like that. Um, so, yep, yeah, I can see why teams like Brighton are interested, but I, I think he'll, he'll be here to stay at Celtic for a, a few years yet. You realise that's a line already 
for the media. Barry Ferguson says, I hope Brighton take Ange Postacoglu. Andy Walker says, no chance. The day will come, though, won't it, when a, a much bigger club, if he continues well, in this yeah, uh, that, trajectory, then... That, that's yeah. the way of the world. And, um, you know, the it's such a, a, a rich league... Uh, the level of competition is obviously mm. greater than what we have here in Scotland, so there, there might be an attraction down the line. And I know that some make the, you know, the step of going there. Look at Graham Potter; he came from Norwegian football, gets a gig yeah. at yeah. Uh, Brighton, and all mm. of a sudden he gets a five-year deal at Chelsea because he does good things. So, you know, the 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 opportunity is there to go to such a big league, such a rich league. And, uh, I mean, the money is, is, is mm. extraordinary. A few years ago, it was Graham who, wasn't it? When he came exactly to the that. Seagulls, yep. when he swooped in. Yep. yep. And nobody knew who he was. They That's do now. Bad they you. do now. Um, Billy Gilmer, we're going to hear about Billy Gilmer, who, of course, has gone to it's Brighton. It's crazy how yeah, it works out. He, he goes and signs for Brighton under Graham Potter. Then yeah. a week later, um, Graham Potter gets yeah. the, the Chelsea job. But listen, I think it's important for um, Billy at his age to go somewhere and... Um, at least have a chance to to play in the, the starting eleven because I, I do still think he's got a lot of quality. I don't know what Andy thinks him uh, thinks of him as a footballer, but certainly I think he's got all the attributes. But at his age now, he needs to play week in week out, um, and certainly he'll get that chance at, at Brighton. Seems like a long time, doesn't it, since we were on here just last Tuesday and Wednesday? Uh, Celtic Real Madrid in town. In fact, that was a that was a week ago, wasn't mm. it? They were just arriving, and then on Wednesday, Ajax against Rangers. Barry, so much uh, has happened since then, but it's back to the football now. And uh, both at the start of the the campaign for Rangers, particularly Barry, you were really unhappy with the performance against Ajax the other night. How do you reflect on it now? Yeah, I was just being honest. Um, look, you, you come up against very good teams, and and let's be honest, Ajax are a very good team. Mm. Um, but there's a, a way and a manner in which you, you take a defeat. And I just thought there was a real lack of quality, a real lack of fight and desire, um, which surprised me because four days previous to that, um, they took a, a doing off Celtic at Celtic Park. So I thought there was going to be a reaction and there wasn't, which um, surprised me. I watched Gio's interview, well, we watched Gio's interview mm -hmm. after the, the game and, and he looked a bit um, shell-shocked as well. So... Um, with the game being cancelled at the weekend, he said a bit more time on the training ground and I expect a, a different type of performance tomorrow night. Look, they're coming up against a quality team in, in Napoli. Um, you just need to see the result they had last week against um, Liverpool. But the fans that are going to Ibrox tomorrow night at least want to see um, a bit of fight and a bit of desire and a bit of character. Um, about the Rangers team I, I think he got it wrong Barry with his comment about you need hundreds of millions to yeah. compete in the Champions League you don't you, you need a, as you say you need a bit more energy you need a bit more desire uh, you look at Rangers last season competing with uh, you know the likes of Dortmund and Leipzig and, and, Leipzig. Mm -hmm. and I know they are two-legged affairs and what, what you're playing for points here but um, they should have done better and yeah. you, you can compete well, what I couldn't get Andy and you obviously watched the game as well you can't stand off three or four yards when you're coming up against very good players. You can't give them the space and the time and that's what Rangers done. I thought they were too respectful. Listen, you're coming up against good players. The last thing you want to do is give them space and time because if you do that, they're going to hurt you. Um, and look, the number of... I mean, it ended up 4-0 but the number of chances that Ajax created throughout the game, that could have been a worse result. So I'm expecting at least a, a positive reaction tomorrow night and I'm sure... The manager will be, and I'm sure the 50,000 fans 
that are going to Ibrox, I'll expect to see him. Because it was going to be a massive weekend, wasn't it, with Rangers going to Petaudry? Obviously, it didn't happen because of the, the Queen passing away. But um, Dundee United is going to be huge this coming weekend. But there's a lot before then, Barry. But there is. It's still, there's going to be a focus on Rangers and Giovanni. He's just had his press conference. The media conference will bring some news on that shortly. But it is massive, isn't it? The next few days for Rangers. Yeah, every week's massive (laughs) at Rangers and Celtic. (laughs) You you come under the microscope in terms of results. And the last two results um, have not been acceptable, but the last two performances have been well, well below par. Paul, you can can have a bad game, but you've got to show a bit of fight. What's wrong? In spirit. What's wrong? They're just not... Playing well enough. Why? Playing in some. I, I don't know. Andy made a good point. They come up against top teams last year and Borussia Dortmund and, and Leipzig. Um, they, they handled their situations pretty well. Even, um, even PSV, which was only a matter of weeks ago. Yep. It was a week before the, the, the Ajax game. And and you know what? PSV and Ajax are very, very Sim- similar in yeah. terms of how close they are in the, the, the Dutch league. But the last two games have been simply unacceptable and they need to change it. They need to change it quick. It goes on the manager, but also players have got to take responsibility as well, Paul. It's hard to watch the number of goals they're considering right now, as I believe I could have helped. That was Nikola Katic. I'm going to put that to you in a moment ago, see what you think. He's uh, he's had a goal as he left Rangers a few weeks ago. He's talking about that. Andy, for Celtic as well, um, everything looking good on the league front, mm-hmm. but Europe's going to be massive. Now, they, they lost to, I could say heavily, to Real Madrid. Um, but, the, you know, the narrative is, and they did play really well, especially in the first half. But how do you feel about it as they go to the match with Shakhtar? Yeah, I think it's important they get some some point, get a point or three. And uh, you want to get off and running. You, you don't want to be six points behind. I'm assuming Real Madrid will win again tomorrow at home. Um, and Celtic going away. I know the game uh, is in Poland. It's in Warsaw against Shakhtar. And they've had a terrific result. And you've got to respect them. I thought they might have been a bit weaker because so many players left because of the the Russian invasion. But um, you look at the Ukrainian squad that was uh, announced for the games in, in Scotland's group and there's about eight or nine from Shakhtar. So yeah. mm. you've got to pay them a, a, a bit of respect. And uh, obviously, I don't know, with, you would imagine with all the things that are going on in their homeland, there's mm. a... There's a fight and a pride and a desire and a commitment from them that uh, has maybe been elevated a bit. So the the games for Scotland won't be easy. But with regard to Celtic, you want them to go away to to Warsaw tomorrow and get at least a draw, get get something on the board so that they can start competing in the group. They they competed for an hour against Real Madrid, but in the end, you know the the quality of the European Championships told and. And uh, it was a comfortable 3-0 in the end, but uh, Celtic were great for about an hour. Mm. But that's the difference. They competed. Real Madrid knew they were in a game. And look, that their quality, I mean, I thought the two boys in the middle of the park were just breathtaking at times. Mm. Modric, I mean, 37 years of age. Yeah. Um, just a quality operator. Cruz in the middle of the pitch as well. But at least Celtic competed. They made Real Madrid work for that result. And... The first 45 minutes especially. It would have been interesting to see if Celtic had took one of their chances, maybe Callum McGregor's strike, mm. went in off the post, that might have been different. But when you're in the Champions League, you're coming up against quality teams, but you've at least got to compete. And, and you've o- got to know they're in yeah. a game, Andy. The other interesting thing, Barry, was I was looking at the stats today about uh, Leipzig and Shakhtar, and Shakhtar had about 35% 
possession and they scored four goals Wow, uh, and won yeah. comfortably away from home mm. They they had uh, you know Leipzig had double the amount of passes mm. successful passes, so I, I don't think you should be embarrassed at times by you know just maybe sitting deep not having as much of the ball as long as you're not organised, disciplined, and obviously the the they scored goals on the on the break. I, I saw the goals going and I watched the highlights. So uh, they've certainly got uh, a lot to trouble Celtic with. But Celtic like to be on the ball, don't they? They want to be. Yeah. Yeah, um, they do. On on the offensive. Yeah, great game. Yep, that's going to be tomorrow night. We're going to be on air um, before kickoff, just after half five tomorrow, up until kickoff, Marvel. and then um, we'll be here with the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors, and then later on we'll be in the podcast. Tell you about that later, and then Barry will also be in the podcast uh, with Steen about later tomorrow the night. Podcast. Yeah, we're doing a, a special in the jammies tomorrow night yeah. <laughs> in <laughs> separate places. Thing. Yep, uh, for. The Rangers game with Napoli. No Champions League uh, theme tomorrow night at Ibrox. So we have to wait till the next one at home, Barry, because that's something that we only talk about it quite often. It's such a stirring yeah, I loved it. I yep. loved it. I was lucky yep. enough to play in the Champions League and that tune that plays for the 10 or 15 seconds. Um, here's in the back of your neck stuff. Um, but uh, look, I, I'm, I'm really interested to see what Rangers bring to the party tomorrow night because it's been a tough... Um, 10 days or so and they need to bring something they need to go and show all these words but me and Andy have been speaking about a bit of pride a bit of character a bit of fight a bit of desire um, and I fully expect that to happen tomorrow night in Rangers you, performance you, you need more from the players that are there I mean uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhurst has said I'm happy with the squad so you need more from Tillman you need more from Matondo you need more from Ryan Kent you need better defending you need people who are prepared to get up off the ground and go and attack a ball when you saw that first goal from a corner from Ajax, you had, you had Goldson, Tavernier, Sands, none of them, none of them header, jumped. Andy. None of them uh, got off the ground. So you need a wee bit more defensively as well as going forward. Andy's bringing back nightmares. I know, me. Jesus. <laughs> he was in good form, Andy. You need a bit goal. of honesty in looking at a game and dissecting yeah. it and, and demanding a bit more. I know you don't mind zonal marking, mind Andy, because the stats say it's normally yeah, yeah, successful, yeah. but nobody it. challenged for that first goal. Yeah, it's a, it's a free header. Yeah. Look, it's, it's an easy thing to say the first goal is always important, but certainly away from home in the Champions League and a set piece, you've got to you've got to put your body in the line, you've got to throw your head somewhere to make sure you you, you defend. And I'm sure the the Ajax player coming in with a free header, I'm sure he couldn't believe it was a six yard box he headed it. And it's not good enough the the, the, uh, the defending from Rangers. Talk about that more as we continue. You can join the conversation with Barry Ferguson and Andy Walker at Goal Football Show or we're taking a few calls, maybe 0808 17 17 700 as we get ready for the big games tomorrow night. Most unusual than both in the same night though, isn't it? I'll talk to you about that in a moment or two. Uh, Nicola Cattage. So he departed a, a few weeks ago, Barry. Uh, he's spoken out. He said, I was really disappointed. I went to the manager's office, asked him, tell me, what's going on? I didn't think I deserved that after getting injured and trying to get back to help Rangers. If I play badly, then fair enough, but at least give me a chance, is what he said. He said the manager said he liked a different type of defender. Now he says, Katic says, I'm not messy, but I see the defenders, messy as in Lionel Messi, but I see the defenders doing typical defender things, not anything special or making the last pass. If someone is Virgil van Dijk, then fair enough. But it's hard to watch the number of goals they are conceding right now, as I believe I could have helped, especially with the goals from set pieces. It's Scotland, so a lot of the away games are physical, no matter what you do, and you do need to have defenders to defend. 
some decent points in there, quite uh, outspoken. What do you feel? Well, he's clearly hurting because the manager obviously didn't rate him, hence the fact that he's he's let him go. Um, a bit of passion. And what you're calling yeah, for? Yeah, but look, I've not seen enough of him. Look, he had a serious knee injury. Paul, he went out on loan last year. Um, I, I didn't see him live playing. Um, he's come back at pre-season. He's obviously done the full pre-season, trying to impress Gio, and and clearly Gio's not fancied him. Um, so listen, he's just a bit. He's, he's hurting because yeah, he wanted to stay here. He's, his highlight was his goal at uh, Parkhead against uh, Celtic um, when um, just before New Year under Stephen Gerrard. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, when Stephen Gerrard ran down the yeah, yep. that's right, and, and then expressed there. that emotion. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. But I mean, Rangers did strengthen in that position. It's a great pity Suter has had mm-hmm. issues off the park to deal with injury yep. and uh, you know some personal stuff to deal with. Halander has been injured. Ben Davis has been, you know, big money signing, mm-hmm. but he's he's not played. Is he is he fit? He's getting back yeah, to he was, getting back to full he was fitness on the bench now. against Ajax, and I, I thought he would have played the game. At Aberdeen, if the game was going to be on, I fully expect him to play tomorrow. Yeah, at you need some time stage, to start. I think Andy, you're right. I think three, you're right. Three million, three and a half million. You've got to put him in. He, he's been training now. He's clearly fit. Maybe no match fit, but the only way you're going to get match fit is by playing games of, of football. So I expect him to, to start tomorrow. Andy, did you ever throw the dummy out the pram after being let go? Not that you ever would have been either of you, but did you ever say something when you left the club feeling you'd been... Uh, not not left the club, but yeah. I, I remember throwing the toys out of the pram when uh, I get taken off in a game at uh, Parkhead and I, I told uh, Billy McNeil was the manager, uh-huh. I told him I was the only... Is that the only number you oh. ever hold up? Because I was getting taken off uh, yeah. maybe a few weeks in a row and... Uh, he he gave me a we had a big row in the dressing room but Billy was great he, he put his arm round you in the the beginning of the week and it was it was all over but I do remember throwing my toys out of the pram then I think that was the that was the one and only time because we were going through a bad spell and I was playing but I wasn't scoring so so I was angry I was mm. upset and um, yeah. You, you got it back. It's goals that count. Billy was like that though with you all, wasn't he? He would tell yeah, he you was. what he thinks, but Absolutely. I don't think he, he didn't carry it on it then. Great. No, uh, really good. Didn't hold any grudges mm-hmm. and always uh, had a good, um, you know, team spirit, camaraderie. Brought everyone to, to, together in many, many ways. Remember the things you used to say, Barry. That's what right. about you? I was never taking off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. see what Andy's saying there. I would rather uh, if somebody was coming off. That they're angry yeah. and they're frustrated. Mm. That would worry me if somebody's walking off mm. with a smile on their face and they just go and, and sit on the bench. I think it happened with Morelos a couple of times. Yeah. He, I don't mind that. Uh, as long as they're no really disrespectful of uh, yeah. the manager, you're a bit frustrated because maybe I think that was. Get... I think that was a problem. Mm-hmm. That was. Well, it must be as a striker not getting supply. It must be the hardest um, thing. Yeah, no? yeah but uh, the truth is, I wasn't playing well. Mm. Wasn't doing my mm. job, and uh, yeah, I did. I threw my toys out of the pram, and uh, Billy put me in my place. From Rangers' point of view, it's a pity that Leon Balligan was up in the stand at the game a few weeks ago and because he was yeah, let go. Listen, Holland has been injured. Yeah. You go and sign for me, I think John Suter uh, could become a very good Rangers player. Um, obviously, with the death of his brother, sure. which was a sore one for him to, to take. And also, he's had um, an injury to contend with in Ben Davies. So, Gio's probably looked at that and thought, right, he's got enough in there to go and compete for that centre-back area. Um, but in terms of Balligan, I like Balligan. I've got a bonus for you. I thought, I mean, he was a presence for a start in the centre of the defence. Decent pace about him. Um, yeah. Was he one that I was surprised that he let go? Probably.
probably because I think he would be if he wasn't going to start his appearing in the centre back area. I think certainly he'd be a really good backup. I'm going to ask the guys to pick their teams tomorrow night. Andy, you'll start with the Shakhtar team. <laughs> Take a quick break. No, we'll be talking. We're just uh, getting ready for the games tomorrow night. Quick break and then we're back. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. We're with Barry Ferguson, the former Rangers and Scotland captain, Birmingham City, Blackpool. Where else? Blackburn. Blackburn Rovers, yep. And Andy Walker, former Scotland and Celtic and Hibs and Sheffield United, Bolton oh. Wanderers, Air United. I remember, I, I remember him at, at Bolton. I used to watch, you know what I'm like. You watch everything. I watch yeah. everything. I'm, I don't know why. <laughs> don't ask me why. Yeah. It was a stadium that had, it was like a supermarket at the back of it. Aye. <laughs> they were struggling for cash and they mm -hmm. sold half of the sort of away end. Yeah. And it was a, it was called the Normand. And uh, you're right, it was a supermarket. So where was uh, this? Which club? Uh, Bolton. Uh, Bolton, uh, oh, yeah, the, the old, old, uh, the old the Burnden Park yeah. before they mm. moved to the, the, the Reebok, Reebok yeah. or what? I think it's the yeah. University of Bolton mm. Stadium. Yeah. Now. <laughs> John's been on asking, because uh, the story that Barry has told a few times in the programme, but you're yeah. fairly new to us, and it is about, did you, you know, were you ever taken off? No, I wasn't. Mm. Did you ever miss a penalty? <laughs> uh, we kind of know the story. What about you, Andy, penalties? Because you must have taken a lot. I took a lot in my yeah. career. I took 41 penalties in my really? career. And I don't know if you score 31 and you miss 10, <laughs> yeah. if that's good. Yeah. But uh, I took them with every club. And uh, I, I enjoyed that, that 1v1. And I, and I felt as always part of my job. The amount of games yeah. I see now, Barry, where... You're, you, you're going to a shootout, you're going to a tense, you know, last minute, it's a penalty. And strikers don't want to take them. But that should I, be in I, the job description. I think it's part of your job to, you know, to score a goal from 12 yards. You know, whether you blast it, whether you place it. I mean, if, you, if a ball came to you 12 yards out during a game, you would know what to do with it. So uh, I, I always like to see strikers uh, taking responsibility. And What was your favourite one? If we, is there one you can say that that was my best? Was it cup final? Uh, or? It was the one we yeah. we beat Kilmarnock. I was playing for Air United and I dinked it oh, yeah, past uh, Gordon Marshall. That was the second penalty. It was the second penalty of the of the game. We were one 0 up. We got a penalty. I scored, and then we got another penalty. And I, I remember he did the Penenka. Did the Penenka? Yep, in the big and Ayrshire derby. The bottle that. <laughs> Barry, <laughs> yours. Let's just, just before we go I, onto the lines. I've yeah. scored any no. big penalties in, in big games, believe it or not. Mm. It was more like domestic. Hang on a minute. Did you not score in a UEFA semi final? Missed. Did you miss? Missed. Oh, sorry to bring that up. <laughs> I told him off here. Stato, he knows. <laughs> that was that was the longest yeah. forty yard walk back. <laughs> see when see when I turned to be fair, the goalkeeper made some save. I turned round and I just felt for my, my teammate. You could see their heads just drop. But thankfully we we get through. But that was um No, I would I wouldn't have bothered if they wanted to batter me. because um, I just felt I'd let them i let them down. But thankfully we get through, Paul. The football headlines tonight. We're back on as Celtic fly to Poland for the game because of the situation in Ukraine. They're playing Shakhtar tomorrow in the Polish capital. Magnificent stadium there in Warsaw. So that's tomorrow at 5.45. And Napoli in town for the game with Rangers tomorrow at 8 o'clock tomorrow night. Uh, Kyogo is the player of the month as he heads out. And for Rangers, it's no John McLaughlin tomorrow night. It surely will be Alan McGregor. John McLaughlin's got an injury. Craig, a big Rangers fan, is on. Hi, Craig. 
Hi, Paul Barry, Andy, how used to Good evening. Yeah, Good, n- nice to hear you on, Craig. What are you feeling about the, the goalkeeper tomorrow, Alan McGregor? Well, look, I don't wish an injury on anybody. No. But I will be delighted to see Alan McGregor back between the sticks tomorrow. And I think that's a fair reflection on how most Rangers fans will feel. Um, you know, John McLaughlin, he's had a torrid time this season, you know, it, that's not to say that every game he's played he's been poor, he's not, he, you know, he has had some moments, he had a couple of, you know, really good saves um, in, in Holland against PSV, um, but equally, you know, he's he's had one too many howls, so actually it might not be a bad thing for him um, to have that, the injury that he's got and to be, you know, maybe sit out a game or two um, and, and let McGregor come in and take some, maybe take some pressure off his shoulders as well. Um the other side of that, though, to be fair, is I think um, it's starting to be a, a list that's worrying of our injuries. It's an ever-grown yeah. list, it seems, because you know we've already got six out. I think it is. You know, Hadji's been out since February. Uh, we're missing three centre backs, which is, you know, you wonder how the defence is all over the place. That's why you know our main, you know, choice number one, two, and three of centre back are all out. So choice four, James Sands is having to be fitted in there. Um, you know that's not a good sign. So it, yeah, hopefully they get these players back soon. But I think tomorrow, when McGregor back, hopefully he can pull off some good moments because he'll need to. You know, Natalie are a very very good side. Um, and I look at what they've done to Liverpool, albeit that was in Italy. But Liverpool have a defence worth about two hundred million pounds, um, and they were torn to shred. So we could easily meet the same fate. Although I think at Ibrox, we have shown in the past an ability to, to pull off seemingly um, impossible results. So yeah, um, I wouldn't say I'm confident as such, but I have a a bit of cautious belief that we could take something. Andy, what do you think? He's got cautious belief. Um, Napoli on fire last week against Liverpool. Okay, over there in Italy. What do you feel? Yeah, I just think the everything has changed about Rangers in terms of their um, what you expect them to do. Because for the last couple of years, their results in Europe have been so good, so impressive, and actually, it's something that Celtic want. Celtic fans want that uh, level of respect that Rangers have had over the last couple of years of playing in Europe and getting good results at home and away. Um, and now that Rangers have lost 4-0 to Celtic, 4-0 in the Champions League to Ajax, you don't really know what to expect. And as we mentioned earlier, it was the manner of the defeat. And so, obviously, I think one or two changes will be made, but you need more from the players that are there. What I mentioned earlier, you know, Tillman, Matondo, Ryan Kent, you know, others. Lundstrom has played a lot of good stuff in Europe. You need them to be better. You need players to, to step up for the big occasion. Barry, what do you feel? I think the Rangers fans just expect a, a reaction after the last two performances. Plain and simple, Paul. Look, you can you can have a, a defeat in football when you're coming up against... I mean, I, I feel I'm repeating myself against very good teams, but at least you need to show something during that game. And Rangers didn't unfortunately uh, and they've come in for a lot of criticism but listen I think that it's been constructive criticism certainly on on this channel uh, it has mm-hmm. been but in terms of Alan McGregor and, and John McLaughlin I think Alan McGregor's still the best goalkeeper in the building I said that at the start of the season because we had a debate who was going to be the number one I still believe that 
Alan McGregor is the best goalkeeper there. I think John McLaughlin's a good goalkeeper, no doubt about it. One thing I will say about the game last week in Amsterdam, I thought he kept the scoreline down. He made mm -hmm. a couple of decent saves, John McLaughlin. So that showed you at least he's got a, a good mentality. But for me, um, Alan McGregor is the best goalkeeper at Rangers. What reaction have you had from Rangers fans, Barry? from your comments I read you in the record I heard you obviously on the programme first I, I'm just giving my, my opinion yeah. and I'm sure look, the people that will disagree with you look that, that's just part and parcel mm -hmm. but I was giving my honest opinion yeah. and as I said Paul you, you can accept not accept defeat but you can get beaten games yeah. at times but it's the manner which shocked me and you're hearing fans saying they agree with you yeah I mean I don't know what Craig's opinion in uh, the last couple of games um, but I need to see a reaction and I'm sure the Rangers fans tomorrow night that are going to Ibrox and who are watching it on TV will expect a reaction. They're coming up against a, a very good team in, in Napoli. That was proven last last week against Liverpool. Um, but when you're coming up against very good players, you can't give them an inch. If you give them an inch, they'll kill you. Um, so I expect a, a Rangers performance full of grit and determination and a real togetherness. I've not seen a, a togetherness either um, in the last couple of games. Craig? No, but I would totally agree with that. Um, you know, <clears throat> I'll give you the PG version here the last couple of games. Um, <laughs> I think, <clears throat> you know, the, the last couple of games to me have looked like a team that lacked leadership, actually. Um, lacked anybody really grabbing it with a scruff of the neck and, and trying to do anything to, to change it. You know, we do have some new players in there and I think you have to make certain allowances in some games that, you know, I, as much as I thought he had a poor performance and he looked nervous every time he had the ball at his feet I don't blame players like Malik Tillman for um, not necessarily having their best performance at Celtic Park you know and that cauldron to experience that for the first time at a young age like him not easy to ask um, in the same way the Champions League games but that's that's done now and they've, they've got that they can't continue to perform with that because at the end of the day at Rangers just as at Celtic as well um, as both you guys will know there is an expectation, there's a requirement that when you go out onto that pitch and you don't the jersey, that you can handle the pressure, that you can go out there and put in performances. And after the last two, whatever happens tomorrow, even if we lose, we can't go out and get another turning over because it's eight goals without reply in two games we've conceded. We can't go out and lose, you know, three, four nil again and the game be over at half time tomorrow. That especially at Ibrox, that will not be accepted. And I guarantee you, if it's seen at half time those players will mercilessly be booed right off that park um, and probably there'll be some fans will walk out the building. So they, they owe at least a performance. Um, we can only hope that they get it. Um, and Barry, they've had that extended yep. break. Yeah, but what Craig just says there, eight poor goals, I, I've got to agree. I, I thought probably seven are avoidable. You look at the Celtic game, come back 10 days ago, switching off. Can't do it. Obviously, John McLaughlin with the fourth goal, turning your back um, and, and play. Um, then you look at the Ajax game as well. First goal we spoke about. It. Andy mentioned it at the start of the show. A free header. They've got to they've got to stop these um, sort of mistakes because Paul, you do this at the top level, you're going to get punished, and that's what Rangers have have been over the, the last couple of games. They've been they've been punished. Um, but the beauty of football is there's a, always a game round the corner. Mm -hmm. And tomorrow night is a perfect time to go and showcase that they've got a bit of pride about them. 
they've got a bit of character about them. That's what I want to see. They will mark the Queen's passing beforehand with great respect and then the game itself. And of course, the Rangers fans have played a big part. They played a big part on Rangers' journey to Seville. Yeah, they're important, the fans. Um, always, no matter if it's Champions League or, or yeah. domestic football. But there comes a stage where um, they'll get a bit twitchy and you need to do something about it. I mean, I've, I've been involved in many games. Yeah, I always say to players when they come in, you've got 10 minutes. You've got 10 minutes at the start of the game to go and show what you've got in the, in the locker. And I expect Rangers not to come out the traps and go and dominate Napoli, but make sure they're solid and compact and they get up against them and don't give them any space. Uh, I wonder if Craig has made any plans to go out to Naples because I'm not understanding why there's no Napoli fans at Ibrox tomorrow and no Rangers fans in the return match in, in Naples uh, further down the line. Are you are you going, Craig? Um, no, no, I'm not. Um, a friend of mine was actually supposed to go but um, will no longer be going um, to, to the away leg in Naples. Certainly, I, I don't get it either. You know, I understand what's happened and there's been issues with policing and stuff but... If there's going to be enough police to be able to control, you know, 50-plus thousand Rangers fans, I'm not sure why, you know, a few hundred Napoli fans would actually cause all that big of a problem. I agree. Um, and same way the, the reverse leg. I think it's a nonsense, to be perfectly honest with you. And look at the but money. Th th this is a team Rangers are never doing the Champions League. Mm, Some of these fans would yeah. want to go over to Naples yeah. and experience what Naples is like, what the stadium's like, because we all see it on TV and it looks a, a brilliant atmosphere. So I, I feel for the Rangers fans that they can't go over there at least... 1,000 fans, 1,500, whatever the number may be, that they can't go and experience these different places and, and atmospheres. And there were people here in town already. I think there were some Napoli fans in town because the plans were made well in advance. Mm. You know, we're just in September. The yeah. weather's decent. They, they plan in advance. They wouldn't have been here as well. Um, it's not far away. It is a pity. I know it's difficult to Appreciate control all of this, but, yeah, that's the situation it is. Prediction then. What do you think, Greg, for the game? Napoli coming to town tomorrow. Yeah, you know, I'll I'll go for uh, two each. Go on, I'll, I'll be a bit optimistic. Right. I think we can. I don't think no, we can win, but I certainly think we'll get a we can get a point out of the game. So I think two each and a couple of goals for Chilwack. Why not? <laughs> They're scoring. You look at the players, Simeone, who scored the other day. There's a list of them. Andy, what do you think tomorrow night? Uh, I'm going to go along with Craig. I ah. think Rangers can get off the mark. I think Rangers at Ibrox, and knowing that, I would be amazed if you got the the uh, really poor level of performance that you saw against Celtic and Ajax. I think there will be some sort of reaction now, maybe the 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 time that, you know, that's been a good a good rest uh, they've had, a good... Um, I think you use it as a good time for, for preparation for the game. And knowing that you want to be involved in the group, you want to go off the mark, and, uh, you know, Rangers have got a good uh, recent record in European competition, notwithstanding that that uh, terrible uh, defeat in uh, in uh, Amsterdam, but I think they'll yeah. go off the mark tomorrow. But Ray, Andy made a great point earlier about possession. Looking at that last week, you know, Napoli, Liverpool, Liverpool, 62% of the possession. It's yeah, incredible. Sometimes I think with stats, we get carried away. Yeah. I, yeah. Would, I don't care if the opposition I was playing against in <laughs> 70, as long as I get three points yeah. and won the game. <laughs> at times, it's yeah. great to have a lot of possession or whatever, but sometimes... It's all about getting well. The most important thing for me is three points. And do you think they can get three? No, I think they'll get a draw. I agree right. with the guys. Yeah. I, I'd said I said one each, because um, I, I do believe. Listen, with the criticism, it's flew their way, mm. and rightly so, because the last two performances. 
I would be shocked if it wasn't a major reaction tomorrow night. Craig, thanks very much for calling in tonight. We'll speak to you again. And after the break, we'll talk Celtic, who will be in action, well, exactly 24 hours from now against Shakhtar. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! It's exactly 5.45 and this time tomorrow in Poland, in Warsaw, still be quite hot there, I would imagine, it's going to kick off Shakhtar Donetsk against Celtic. And then at 8 o'clock tomorrow night, Rangers at home to Napoli. Uh, Andy, for the game in Warsaw, um, Marion Sved's name, somebody that most Celtic fans have forgotten about, but my goodness, he came back um, on five fashion goals. last week. Yep. Yeah, two goals. And he's obviously a player with, with some ability. And you look at the fact that when he came to Celtic, it, you did get the feeling... Brendan Rodgers knew nothing about it, didn't really want him there. You wonder how much of an extent managers, even at the big clubs, yeah. how much the they interest they have in bringing players. Obviously, they, they uh, prioritise some and they really want them and they might have uh, first-hand uh, knowledge of them, as Ange Postecoglou clearly had with Kyogo and Hatati and, uh, and players like that. But um, sometimes it's like a committee that put together a report and it's recommended that you sign this player and the the manager or the head coach, whatever you want to call them, they just have to work with them. How are you feeling about the game? What's your thoughts on it? You'll be doing your homework I'm, for it. Uh, are you on the telly tomorrow night? Are you doing it? I'll do it for Sky and their, yeah. their office and the Sky Sports News. But um, like most Celtic games just now, I think any Celtic supporter would, uh, would look at it with a sense of uh, excitement. Mm -hmm. You know how Celtic are going to play and they'll be on the front foot, they'll create chances, they'll show that energy that uh, they always seem to uh, to do, they'll be attack-minded, they'll definitely create chances, but you've got to remember, you're up against Shakhtar, I know it's not a home game, but you know that all, so many, would it be millions, would it be hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians have, have gone to Poland, they'll certainly have a, a big support there, and they'll be they'll be keen to, not only to play for Shakhtar, but to play for uh, Ukraine, play for their country. And I think all of that is, uh, you know, an added spice to uh, this type of fixture. So it should be a right good game. They're a young team, Barry, and people, not quite written them off, but it was easy to say the top players have gone, uh, affected by uh, the, the invasion. But they surprised everyone last week, 4-1. Well, it was. People clearly thought, I thought that Leipzig would not win the game easily because there's no easy games in the, the Champions League. But what a result it was for them. And, and it'll be a tough one for Celtic. There's no doubt that Shakhtar have got quality. Um, but I, I was I was so impressed with, with Celtic, certainly in the first 45 minutes. I think they took Real Madrid by surprise. I think they've went in at half-time, Paul, thinking, yeah, this is a good team here. Um, and a lot of people were interested to see how Celtic would approach it, but they've approached it in the same way since day one, since Postacoglu's come into the, the Celtic job. Very attack-minded, they created some chances and um, they could have had um, a, goal or, a goal or two, but there's certainly one thing about them, Real Madrid knew they were in a game. They certainly did. The manager, you mentioned how much you've been impressed by him, by uh, Ange Postacoglu. He's not going to get it really wrong, is he, in Europe this season, in Champions League? Uh, the way that people now say about Brendan Rodgers, who he basically delivered three domestic trebles for Celtic. It's phenomenal. But they say, oh, in Europe, in the Champions League, he was caught out. But Ange Postecoglou says, we're not really going to change the way we play. 
Um, should Celtic fans be concerned about going away from home in Europe? Oh, the, look, clearly they, they're working it every single day in training. And um, I don't think he's going to go and change the way that he's going to play for the, the, the Champions League. It's clear. I mean, I've watched plenty of interviews and he's got a way of playing. And it's high energy, very attack-minded, but with a lot of quality as well. He's got players, Paul, that can really, really hurt teams. Um, he's got two centre-backs who are pretty strong, I thought. Jens and Carter Vickers were, were, were decent together. And you've got the captain in Middle Park, who's the anchor in there, who kind of dictates things. But look, they're not going to change. They're going over to Poland and, and listen, they'll, they'll go and try and attack them and, and try and... Uh, score goals and I think Celtic will come back with at least a point and you've got guys like Matt O'Reilly who just continues to impress he's been so good in uh, domestic football maybe a bit of interest in him in the uh, the window that just yeah. passed there but he's still a, a Celtic player and if he if he continues to improve then obviously he, he, he will attract a, a bit of attention but I think that's what you want you want players like O'Reilly and Kyogo and Jota and everyone else to, to perform on the Champions League stage. That's maybe why the likes of Carter Vickers stayed. He was on loan, but he'd signed a contract because he knew Champions League football was guaranteed. Uh, Jota knew the same. He's beginning to turn it on and he even allowing for the fact that Celtic paid, what, six million for him? It looks like a right good piece of business. He's, he's a scorer, he's a goal maker, he's a big personality, he's entertaining. Fans absolutely love him. And, um, you know, I think Celtic supporters really look forward to seeing their team playing just now. Yes, yeah, see, Matt O'Reilly revealed that Leicester and Newcastle showed interest in him. Well, we talked about Leicester. We Again, it. Paul, yeah. that's another unknown. I, I never knew anything about Matt O'Reilly. Um, obviously, they signed him for MK Dons playing League One. He was at Fulham before that, but it just shows you he's got an eye for a player. And he's come up here and very, very similar to Rogic. And you can understand why Rogic was allowed to, to leave, mm. but... He's another player that if he continues to perform like that, the big clubs down south in the Premier League um, will be looking to to try and prize him away because he has got so much quality. And I saw Rogic signed on for West, West Brom. Brom. The baggies. So, yeah. Hopefully get to see him at some point this season. Isn't, isn't that really good news? Because people were great. worried about what's happened to him. Yeah, yeah, He'd great. Gone, and it's, yeah. A, it's a good level. I think yeah. he can make the difference. We, we all know what he can do from middle to front. Uh, a lot of the time he only lasted 60, 70 minutes but um, he's got a lot of ability he's got a lot to offer I'm looking forward to seeing him play Funny I, enough. I last year he had more minutes didn't he? Yeah I, I thought he was like nope. 31, 32 nope. he was like 28 years of age yeah. so so much for, I mean that's just coming into your mm -hmm. prime It's um, terrific isn't it? I mean, he was, It's good to see him because yep. listen there was I think the Australian manager had come mm. out that he was trying to get a hold of him right. obviously Well he's got, he's got Qatar coming yeah, up exactly so Good that he's he's obviously signed up with um, West Brom. That's a tough league, yep. the, the Championship. Andy does it for Sky down there. There's a lot of good teams and a lot Four, of good players. 46 league games. Relentless. Is that the hardest? Hey, the, the level of competition, obviously, in the Premier League is, is greater, but 46 sure. league games is uh, a, a tough schedule. I've heard people saying it's the most enjoyable league. Some of the fans... Oh, I, I played in yeah. it for two years. Um at the end of my, my career and three games a week it's that non-stop it's a yep. very physical mm. very physical league as, as well demanding league mm. um, and a lot of good players but a lot of good teams a lot of big clubs so well. what, less skill but more physical no there's still a lot yeah. of people with good technique mm -hmm. um, but there, there was 
physicality. When I, you come up against teams, you're coming up against yeah. when you're standing in the tunnel, you're you're looking at was playing against a Martin O'Neill team every single week back in the early two thousands. Yeah. Martin O'Neill's team was really yeah. powerful. Quite a lot of the teams have got powerful I, players. I think the danger now, Barry, is having watched over the last couple of years that you're getting the likes of Norwich and Fulham and Bournemouth. They go up, they come down, mm -hmm. they go back up again mm -hmm. because the money is just so great. And if you can, if you can get it right in the first year that you get relegated, you get that money again. Mm -hmm. it, it's, um, it, I mean, it's refreshing to see any team come up like Nottingham Forest. I mean, that's a, mm -hmm. that's a, a, a good story. But signing twenty-one players, mm -hmm. it's so difficult to, to try and make an impact. Maybe there should be a rule though, you can only go down a couple of times, you don't get the third or fourth time. But Do you know what I mean? don't go up, Paul, yeah. they've got the parachute payments for the next four I know. years. Yeah. I, I think yeah. the parachute payments are £30 million per mm -hmm. season mm -hmm. for four years. So, I mean, the money down south sure. is just. Look mad. at Bournemouth as well. You know, a tiny club, but, you know, 12,000. Yeah, yeah I, know. I know. Taylor's been on the socials at Go Football Show saying, Barry, Andy, we talk about so many of the Celtic players just now. What about Callum McGregor? We do talk about him at times, but the, he was saying just that he he's almost an unsung hero, the job he does on the park, as well as leading that team. Celtic's most important player. That's how I would sum him up. Yeah, but I mm. think if you take Callum McGregor out of the Celtic team, I don't think they'll be as strong. Andy? Great captain, and to take over from someone like Scott Brown, who brought so much success, and he doesn't really... He doesn't crave the limelight. He does his captain's duties, if you like, where he talks to the media, he talks to the, uh, you know, post-match. He, he, um, I think his, his level of performance is something that you shouldn't really ignore because there's a lot of personality players at um, Celtic, a lot of guys that attract a, a attention and headlines. You know, Jota and Kyogo and Yakomakis. Uh, O'Reilly's been brilliant. Hatati. But Callum McGregor's the one who's in there every week and his level of performance is, is right up there with the best yeah he holds things together for mm -hmm. me that's what type of player but to, I mean he, he took over as captain and sometimes when you get that weight put on your shoulders it affects your performances but his performances week in week out you just need to look at his numbers mm -hmm. yeah I don't think of apart from he, he, the fractured cheat he never misses a game of football and then he still Kill played him. on yeah you know, just he, that, he had yeah. the mask he yeah. missed a couple mm -hmm. of games then he had the so, mask on but he mm -hmm. never he never misses a, a, a game of football. Could he be deployed a bit further forward, get a bit more of the limelight? If Moy, for example, played a more holding role, um, are there too many other attacking midfielders? No, I, think, I think he's really comfortable. I, I think he sees a picture and if Celtic need to defend, he'll, he'll organise and he'll, he'll sit a bit deeper. He's happy to be in that uh, you know, forward position and making killer passes, not just passes to, to, to the side. He, he's always looking for for the one that can get you in behind and take a, you know, a wide player to the byline, he's got he's got great ability. Thanks for that uh, comment there on the socials. To he he went down to yep. England and loan, didn't he? I think yep. it was Notch County. Notch County. Yep. He went down and before he so Grealish it's always... was his teammate there. Ah, was Grealish, he was a wow. teammate has mm -hmm. at Notch County. I like seeing that at a younger age going and experience something different. I spoke about like Alan mm -hmm. McGregor was like he went to Dunfermline. In St Johnson to get that experience and Just then when he come back yeah, go you've got it 100% Andy could he have made a lot more money Brendan Rodgers wanted him did he not at Leicester yeah and I thought there was some interest at the mm. time but uh, obviously nothing came of it and he you know I think being the captain of Celtic uh, having the opportunity to play Champions League football 
you know, getting that at uh, Leicester or Villa, you of course you're playing in a, a bigger league, a richer league, a more a more competitive league. But uh, there's a lot to be said for playing for the top clubs in Scotland. There sure is. The countdown is on to the big games tomorrow night. It's so unusual, Barry. It is a pity that they're both in the same night, but it's nobody's fault, clearly. But because normally we'd be building up what well, we'd be doing the one of the games just now. Uh, they're both on the same day tomorrow in the Champions League because it's easy to forget in the last few days how big Champions League achievement is. Yeah, it's, bril- I mean, it's brilliant for our game up here that both Rangers and Celtic are involved in it. Um, and you say it's, it's disappointing, but obviously things have happened over the last few days course, in yeah. terms of the Queen's death. Um, but like uh, Tuesday tonight, it would have been Rangers day and then tomorrow would have been, been Celtic's day. But listen, we can't do anything about that. Well, Liverpool in action tonight, of course, against Ajax, who are also in the same section. And the flags are at half-mast at uh, Anfield. There'll be the armbands and there'll be um, a respectful moment before kick-off tonight. That's, uh, I think, 8 o'clock tonight yep, for the and big game. It'll be game. interesting yep. to see how Liverpool react because um, they get absolute battered by Napoli. Um, that could have been even more games, uh, more goals. Sorry, and that just shows you what Rangers are up against. But listen, I expect Liverpool at home at Anfield. Um, to turn Ajax over that maybe gives you yeah, a bit of hope I don't know what's wrong at uh, Liverpool yeah, you expect a bit more Andy Robertson I know he's injured at the moment but you know he can play better Virgil van Dijk can do a lot better mm-hmm. Trent Alexander-Arnold just looks as though he's not running or mm. sometimes that happens though, doesn't it we're going to break for the news and then we're back in a moment The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go Looking forward to tomorrow night Rangers in action at 8 against Napoli from Serie A the Italian Giants it's always a big name isn't it Barry when you talk about Napoli Yeah you've got to look forward to these sort of games and and I'm sure the Rangers players will be because they'll be desperate they've had plenty of time now I'm sure there's been a lot of work done on, done on the, the training field well, the, from the, yep. the last couple of results um, so Gio's had a bit of time with the Aberdeen game been called off they spend a bit of time on what way they're going to uh, approach a game but listen you can talk about tactics or whatever I want to see a bit of a bit of fight and a bit of hunger and a bit of spirit about them we're just seeing Jurgen Klopp's page in the programme for tonight, taking the opportunity to pass on the condolences to everyone who's been affected by the death of the Queen, particularly her own family. I hope they've been able to take some comfort from the affection and support that has come their way. Great words there, Andy, from the Liverpool manager. Um, He's a class act, isn't, isn't he? he? Class act. Although he was he was led down a garden path with that, uh, what was it, a Napoli fan? Asking ah. him about, oh, is there going to be oh. trouble tomorrow night in Naples? And he turned it back and said, well, you're from Naples. You tell me, is this a dangerous city? So he, he was, I heard he that. Was really br- he did brilliantly. He's not daft, class is he? Act. And that's what we need. Class acts who bring people together instead yeah. of division, but good on them. Mm-hmm. And the two managers we have here are the big two with Giovanni van Bronckhurst and Ange Postacoglu. You, they're you no know, daft. Yeah, and yeah. there's a level yeah. of respect yeah. between them both. Yeah. I know they've bumped into each other once or twice and had a, a bit yeah. of a coffee, but you can see before the games and even yeah. after it, no matter the result, there's a level of respect there. Just a bit like you two. There's a wee bit of needle in that first hour with Barry Ferguson <laughs> and Andy Walker, but oh, it's good like natured. me bringing that up, penalty <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Ange Postacoglu takes his Celtic to Poland uh, for the match with Shakhtar. And... 
It's going to be quite a game tomorrow night. Looking forward to Andy? Looking yeah. forward to it and just hoping Celtic go off the mark. If they can get a point, then they're, they're, they're in the game. They've got another couple of home home matches to go. But um, I think they're capable of going mm. there and, and getting all three points. OK, we may hear from Ange Postacoglu, but they'll be at the ground in just a little while. So uh, we don't have him at the moment. Here is Giovanni Van Bronckhurst, who faced the media just, uh, just a few moments ago. So... It was a really tough week for Rangers, losing to Celtic and then losing just a few days later to Ajax. Um, he was asked, what about the philosophy, his philosophy for this Champions League game? No, nothing to change about philosophy. Two weeks ago, we qualified for Champions League. Everything was fine. We are, everyone was praised about the, 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 the team, about the staff, about the club. We're doing well. And two days later, it looks like we haven't performed in the last couple of years. I mean, that's the dynamic of football. So I'm not changing anything about my philosophy, how I want to play. Of course, there are, there's a lot of room for improvement, but I think the most disappointing of the last two games that we didn't perform. And the disappointment I have, the players, for sure, they have it because we talked about it. And that's, uh, that's something that I have to change. And, and, and losing two games against, uh, against good opponents is, you know, we, you don't play every year against in, in the Champions League. And the level we're we, we facing now in a couple of months, we have never endured that in the last 12 years. So, of course, it's going to be tough. I don't understand why we have to put our philosophy on the side. We faced heavy defeats. Strong words, he's come out fighting. Yeah, I'd expect him to come out fighting. He's the, the, the Rangers manager, but he says he's no coming up. He's no came up against quality teams. He, he did last year. Dortmund for me are a Champions League team, Paul, and Leipzig. They're in Celtic's group, obviously. Um, but listen, the, the performances weren't good enough, and they never uh, they didn't compete. So that's why I'm expecting a different Rangers tomorrow night against Napoli. Andy, have you heard them like that? Yeah, I think he's been stung a wee bit by the level of criticism, the reaction to the consecutive 4-0 defeats. And I agree with him. You don't change your philosophy, but you absolutely change your, your approach. And when I say change your approach, it's, it's the players. I mean, I don't think anyone had any issue with the, the starting eleven. OK, you'll always get uh, people that think McGregor's a better goalkeeper than McLaughlin. But at the time, he'd already opted for McLaughlin, so you keep him. Um but you need more from the players that he, he brought in. Here's the injury update from the manager. No, John is not uh, available. He picked up an injury after, uh, after the last game, so he will be not be involved. And the others are, are, are fit to go, apart from the, the players who are already injured. So I wasn't there. He was obviously asked about John McLaughlin. If I was, I would have said, is it McCrory or is it... Alan McGregor in goal. Of course, it's different for, for Alan that he's not started the games from the beginning. So that's different for him. He's still the same. He's still the same in training. You know, he's, uh, <laughs> he's the same person. And uh, I have every faith in, in him uh, when he plays tomorrow because of the experience he has. And uh, he, he will be fine tomorrow. So I, uh, I have no doubt uh, in my mind to, uh, to have any uh, doubts that he will not perform tomorrow. Yeah, I, I had no doubt that his attitude, his attitude be spot on. He's the type of guy who loves training. He'll just be frustrated that he's not playing. He's been used to playing week in, week out. And um, listen, the manager's made a decision to go with John at the start of the season. Um, and now John's unfortunately injured. Now, Griggsy's got his, 
his opportunity and well, I'm, I'm sure he'll go out there and, and perform at a top level tomorrow night yeah he's used to it but I think the call will be now let's say John McLaughlin's fit for the game at Ibrox on Saturday mm-hmm. against Dundee United who does he play depending on what happens tomorrow of course but you would imagine when you've when you've got the jersey do, does Alan McGregor keep it or does he go back to his uh, nominated number one from the start of the what season what would you do if you were the manager I was like Barry I remember we were talking about it before the start of the season I didn't understand if, if you're giving Alan McGregor another contract then surely you're playing him for a year because he's, he's still got it you, you don't sign a, a, a goalkeeper of that age and put him on the bench you, you know what he can do and I'm just surprised that um, you know he didn't play at the, the start of the season I would have had uh, McGregor first choice and McLaughlin as he's, uh, as he's runner up I don't know anyone who said anything other than that, Barry. Yeah. Everyone said he is the top goalkeeper. He's... Yeah, he's, a, he's the best goalkeeper at yeah. Rangers. Look, John John McLaughlin's a very good goalkeeper, Paul. Um, but if you're putting John McLaughlin and Alan McGregor side by side, Alan McGregor, for me, has proved it over the years. Some of the saves that he's pulled off, some of the performances. And you want a, Alan McGregor's type of character in your team. He's a winner. You, you see him. I know people might say he goes on too much. He's screaming and shouting, but I don't mind that for, for players. Um, that shows me that there's a bit of passion um, about them. So listen, it's unfortunately John's got an injury, but listen, it's an opportunity. I'm sure Al McGregor will be has been waiting for, and I'm sure he'll grab it with both hands tomorrow night. He was also asked about the striker, the top striker that's been missing in Champions League action. It's uh, Alfredo Morelos. Well, he's, he's definitely better than, than a couple of weeks ago. I mean, both mentally and also physically. Training really well, so I'm, uh, you know, I had a good conversation with him. Of course, the in, uh, not being involved against PSV for him was, uh, was a big, I think, a big wake-up call. But uh, after that, he's doing really well, so he's, he's in a far better place than he was in in, uh, in the last couple of weeks, so uh, yeah, he's, he makes it difficult for me now to uh, to decide who to start with. Wake up call! How many do you get, Barry? Yeah, we should have been doing that a few weeks back because Rangers need him. Um, I, you know what I, I think about him? I think when he's fit and he's at it, he's um, Rangers' best um, option up top, and he brings a lot to the team. Um, I'm, I'm seeing pictures. My mates and that are sending through pictures that you see him in the, the, the gym. That, that should be a norm. That should be a given anyway. Um, but listen, he's Gio um, punished him. And that would have been a sore one for any professional football player to miss out and getting into the Champions League and being with your teammates over in, 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 in um, Eindhoven. Um, so hopefully the penny's dropped, but only time will tell. From the club's point of view, Barry, I'm surprised they let him run his contract down into the last year. He can sign for another club in uh, January. January. Mm. And, you know, from a business point of view, it, it doesn't make sense either. Now, I know he's still got the option of uh, staying on and signing an extension, but in this day and age, when he has looked, it looked as though he was away, what, a couple of years ago to Lille. He'd agreed terms with Lille, but the clubs couldn't agree a fee. Um that must have been a, a lot of money at that stage. And I know he scored goals in that time, but there's business decisions to be done on every player. When they, when they do it in Europe, especially as he was doing, um, to let him go into the last year of his contract just doesn't make sense. And it's the same with Ryan Kent. I was just about to say that. Ryan Kent, the same situation, but Morelos, Rangers paid a million pound for him. Ryan Kent, they shelled out, I think, seven, eight million pound, mm-hmm. which is a hell of a lot of money. Mm-hmm. 
in Scottish football. Two of them, you're into September. I know there was talk, but there was word that they were chatting to both players a month ago. That's when all quiet. And as Andy just pointed out, 1st of January, they can sign with somebody in a free transfer. And if they'd come out of the trap and played really well at the start of the season, I would imagine. Yeah, I want more for Ryan Kent. Yeah, sure. I, want, I need more from him. I need to see more from him. He's got the qualities, mm. but I need to see it. Yeah, you need an end product. Mm. You need uh, a couple of goals. You need. Uh, I mean, he's got the ability. We've seen it before, especially in Europe, where he, he goes past players and makes things happen. And you need to see it on the big stage. So a lot was said as well about the defence, maybe the zonal marking or whatever. Uh, the manager's been asked, uh, what are they working on in training since that heavy defeat last week? Well, of course, you want to improve every after every game. You want to improve all the things you you are doing at the moment. And set pieces is definitely one 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 of the things we we didn't do well in Europe because we conceded uh, against PSV, as you said, and also against Ajax last week. So uh, yeah, we're giving it more attention, uh, but that's also with all the other things we have to improve. Andy? Yeah, so... Just wondering if Tavernier is fit. I know that yeah. uh, he uh, was struggling with uh, a bit of an injury mm -hmm. and they need him. I think his level of performance in European competition in the last couple of years has been uh, first class. He's just not been himself, probably, due yeah, to the injury. Yeah, well, Giovanni yeah. Van Bronker said he was carrying a bit of an oh. injury and that's why he took him off at half-time against the Ajax. You just wonder, uh, wonder whether he's recovered for tomorrow. Barry, what's the word? Yeah, I mean, I, I was watching Sky uh, today and he, he was on the training ground, he was training with his, his teammates, but you could see the last couple of games, you could see he wasn't the same at Celtic Park, you could see, obviously, he was struggling a bit at Ajax and, and they'd done the right thing, take him off at half-time. Now he's had a good week, he's probably rested up for three or four days, they've obviously made sure he's got plenty of physio and um, look, if he declares himself fit, he's got to be in the team because he, to be fair to James Tavernier, he is one player that's certainly led for the front. And just going back to what you said a moment ago about Ryan Kent and also Morelos, in that summer two years ago, it was reputed to be between 12 and 15 million offered by Lille, which Rangers at the point said it wasn't enough. Mm -hmm. And Ryan Kent, member Leeds, were in at 12 million. Yeah. And that could be zero. From January, they could it doesn't make nothing. It doesn't make yeah. business sense. And yeah. I know that with Champions League money, you can maybe afford to, to run with one of them. But... Uh, don't know. I, I think there always has to be uh, a time when uh, you cash in in players. I mean, the, you're, you're on the doorstep of the richest uh, league on the planet, and some of the money that you can generate for players is uh, you can't afford to turn it down. And Celtic have cashed in for uh, Virgil van Dijk, Wanyama, Tierney, mm -hmm. uh, Moussa Dembele. I mean, these have all been great players for Celtic, but you get them in for a small fee you fatten them up and sell them on it's it's not a bad thing and then you replace it with the likes of um, you know Hatati yeah. O'Reilly mm -hmm. I don't know how Habsamanovic is going to be and he looked good uh, the, no? yeah he did but you know you haven't seen him for a, a longer spell but you just keep replacing the the, the, the squad and more names you could throw in Frimpong Jeremy Frimpong up to yeah. 12 million yeah. Christopher Ryan yeah. yeah. give us another That's one Edward That's what Edward give us another one Ryan Christie Ryan Christie just looking at you know yeah. the number of players there and to be fair Barry to the chairman at Rangers Douglas Park at, going back to that time he backed Rangers because there's a lot of money being put in at long term loans to Rangers but at some point 
they deserve their money back. But he said, no, we won't take the 11 or 15 million from Morelos. They wouldn't take the 12 million for They're Kent. in danger of losing them for, for nothing. Uh, Is yeah. a team going to come in in January and pay a small fee, mm. a couple of million pounds to take... I mean, because that's what you're that's what sure. you're looking at mm-hmm. in January. Well, they would do that if they thought he was playing brilliantly, and he would help them stay in. Mm-hmm. But look, the they, Premier League, or they made good business from yeah. Joe Rebo. There's a, a good example. He yeah. was coming into last year his contract. Yeah. They bought Joe from Charlton for three hundred thousand. Um, yeah, his, a development fee, yeah. and uh, Bassey was the same. Mm-hmm. And Nathan Patterson is one of your yeah. own, and I don't know what his fee was, but it's it's good money. It's up to all in 10, 11 million with the add-ons when he plays uh, the requisite number of games. Before we go to the break, I want to ask you, Barry, I see Chris Boyd, your old teammate, um, is reported as saying, um, who's in charge at Rangers? <laughs> I've read what? that. <laughs> <laughs> what does he mean? What's he talking about? Is Just he... about yeah. the, the, the summer signings, I, I think, in terms of is, is, um, Gio making the decisions to bring in players. I would be shocked if Gio isn't making the decisions as a manager. So why is um, he saying it? I, I, I don't know, listen, everybody's entitled to their opinion. I'm just looking at the, in terms of um, who was brought in. Well, Ross Wilson has got a big say on a lot of people that come in. Now, I'm I'm sure there are some players that come in that Giovanni Van Bronckhurst will work with and will know of them. But, I mean, that's what I was saying earlier, Barry. It's not... You have a committee of people looking at every club, every big club that, you know, from, when I speak to people in the background, there's so many reports come in about this player mm-hmm. and that player. They want to do a background check and your character. But surely uh, the decision's got to come down to the manager. manager. Yep. Surely. I, I know directors of football recommend players, but the final decision's got to be the manager. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people are looking at the recruitment side of things. Boyd is as well. Sholak scored seven goals, mm-hmm. 1.8 million quid. So he's, he's a tick, he's yep. good. Matondo, yep. I've not seen enough of Matondo yet. Tom Lawrence, up until he got injured, you could say he had a positive effect, but that's a free transfer. Yep. Um, John Suter, free transfer. Um, Tillman. Tillman, yep, you can say, again, positive. Yilmaz, yep. five, five and a half million pound. Well, previously at Celtic, Brendan Rodgers wanted John McGinn, couldn't get him. Mm-hmm. He weren't prepared to pay that money. He didn't want Shved, but Celtic signed him. Mm-hmm. And you knew then that the, the, there was a problem. So who was looking at the players? And you now look at someone, uh, Ange Postecoglou. I mean, I, I didn't know anything about the Australian market, the Japanese market, but he did. And he brings in players that, uh, that have worked uh, really well. But I'm sure there are others that are, yeah. you know, you go down a list. I want um, I want a big striker. I want a striker who's good with his back to goal. I want a physical striker, or I want a striker who'll run in behind. You'll have a number of options. Yeah, I want him. He's my number one choice. He might go elsewhere. You go down the list, number two, number three, and uh, you take it from there. It's uh, I'm not sure the manager has the f- absolute full say on every player. But surely they don't buy players that the manager doesn't want to work with. What was it? Yeah. Three million pound, I think. Up Over front, three, four uh-huh. million sure. pound after mm-hmm. I don't know twenty appearances. Say, is he going to make it with Rangers? No, seen him. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I never seen him play yeah. at, at Liverpool. I remember him at Preston at that stage. Celtic were interested in him, mm-hmm. um, but they were going to pay I think half a million pound, mm-hmm. something round about that. Um, so I, I've not seen Ben Davies play for a, a, a couple of years. 
for the simple fact he's not played. So um, the, the jury's but, still uh, out. Well, I, think what, I think what I'm saying, Barry, is do you think Giovanni Van Bronckhurst has said, go and get me Ben Davis? Or has he said, go and get me a left sided centre back, a right sided centre back, a centre back that likes to come out and play with the ball? Go and get me that type of player. And then they say, well, we've got Ben Davis. What do you think? Great. So it's not as though. Go and get me Ben Davis. He's the one that I really want. Yeah, they'll bring to the table a, a number of centre backs. Yeah, the profile that Andy just mentioned. Can he handle? Is he physical? Can he come out with the ball? Can he play? Is he a left sider or a right sider? Um, but then the decision. It'd be fair if you've got three in the list, right? Do you know what? I like your theorem, but he's my number one, two, three. Um, and then, but for and me, and it's got his signings have got to fall in the manager's shoulders. And then. It's a cost, number yep. one, number two, number three, and what age is he, and all that type of thing. It's, um, but he spent £12 million yeah. already this season. Yeah, it's big bucks, yep. and as you were saying there, you've still to see Yilmaz, you've still to see Davis. Uh, obviously, Suter was a free transfer, but players like that should make a difference to, to Rangers being better. Champions League, Wednesday, beckons, 24 hours away. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Service your existing car with us right now. And it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes motability and fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December. You know, we've teamed up with our friends at Clyde Built Home Improvements and it's giving you a chance to win cash every Friday here on the Go Radio Football Show. All you have to do is predict the weekend Scottish Premiership results. No one has got the predictions right so far. So the take-home jackpot this weekend is £1,150. Marvellous. <laughs> Thank you, Andy. That's pretty yeah, good, but, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah. see, when you look at the, you, yeah. you think it's easy. Yeah. Because you don't need to get the mm. correct result, but not one of <laughs> us has ever, ever got it. I know. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, 1,150 quid. Yeah. It's a lot of money. That's... I'm trying to think. What's the one that That's broke the bank? show, isn't it? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Register now at thisisgo.co.uk. Your chance to come on and win the annual salary. £1,150. So uh, in these hard times, that would be brilliant. So we're trying to, trying to help everyone. Andy, what was the one that burst the coupon there the other weekend? There's, there's always... St Mirren a couple of weeks ago, nobody St. expected yeah. them um, to win too heavily won. against Dundee United. Motherwell, Dundee United. I think everyone took Motherwell. Dundee mm. United got a draw at Fir Park. I don't yeah, do a memory act. <laughs> I don't do many things, but that. yeah, no, there's there's always one. So this is go.co.uk and it could be you. So, and we've also got our GAR, which is our version of VAR on a Monday. You've both been involved in it and we'll see. Yeah, it'd be interesting yeah. to see Andy's opinion and uh, uh-huh. the old firm game. Oh, do you want to go? What one? What, what, uh, the recent one. Do you think it was yeah. a penalty? No. Okay. There we agreed. are. Yeah, he's agreed. Yeah. Would, it, would it have made much difference? Would be the question. <laughs> no, I'm de- no, no, I'm just... I know. Yeah. Look, I, I'm not bringing that up. No, but it wasn't a penalty for me. What about Golson? Uh, go for, uh, uh, 
What happened? Remember he took was it? Yeah. Um, uh, oh yeah. right, it was, it was similar to it was similar. I thought to Lundstrom at Easter mm-hmm. Road in yellow. Yeah, I, yellow cards. I, okay. I, I thought the referee that day was really good. Mm-hmm. I thought he gave a, he gave a what bit of leeway. He did. I thought oh. he gave a bit of leeway to the players on both sides. Eventually, he had to bring out some yellow cards. There weren't, there weren't a lot of yellow cards, and no. I think if you're consistent in that ninety minutes, then. Uh, Fair enough. Mm. I, I like a referee who will always try and keep players on the pitch. I know players can do stupid Agreed. things and you, you need to send them off, mm. but if you can give them a bit of leeway, then do it. We don't have Tyson Fury against AJ. We've got uh, Andy Walker and Barry Ferguson here with Paul Cooney on the Go Radio Football um, Show. Barry, I'm still scared about VAR coming in here. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you mm. see some of the decisions in England. Well, it got worse in England, didn't it? The other oh, weekend was man. maybe the worst, yeah? The Newcastle yeah. decision, the West Ham. For sure, extraordinary. Yeah. And can you it, imagine we get that here? Mm-hmm. But when you give people a job, they feel they have to earn their money and they want to get more and more involved. I just couldn't understand the Newcastle Crystal mm-hmm. Palace one. Yeah. I watched yeah. it, I, I kept watching it and I'm thinking it was getting worse and worse yeah. every single time I watched it. Yeah, terrible. And I thought even the, the West Ham one as well and West Ham-Chelsea, mm-hmm. just just amazing. And it just shows you that VAR can be really helpful. See if you can see something in the first 10 seconds, great. Let's change that because there's no debate. When you ask someone... Uh, Paul Cooney is at a penalty you say yes Barry Ferguson is at a penalty you say no but Barry's a guy in the middle and then he's deferring to you because you've got a different opinion it doesn't make sense doesn't make sense absolutely uh, Tottenham are in action tonight in a stadium you both know well they have a Ladsy Stadium there in Sporting Lisbon nil-nil at the moment and I see Inter Milan are one up against Victoria Plin so that's the Jekyll. latest just now Jekyll well spotted tomorrow night remember 5.45 it's going to be Shakhtar Donetsk against Celtic and then at eight Rangers against Napoli. We've got Scotland business today as well because uh, the following week, of course, it's going to be, uh, in fact, this weekend, the fixtures, and that will be the last uh, games, domestic games, until the beginning of October. Mm. At the weekend, we've got Hibs against Aberdeen, Livy against Kilmarnock, Rangers at home to Dundee United and St. Johnson Ross County. And then on Sunday, St. Mirren against Celtic. Uh, that's your game, Andy, isn't it? I would imagine live at Going forward uh, to, yeah. 12, 12, 12 o'clock. Yep. Yep. And then Motherwell against Hearts. But what about Scotland today? We heard the headline uh, on Go News about Andy Robertson being out. Clearly a blow. But the manager has been speaking about that and about the, the squad. Yeah, it wasn't a great summer, was it? The early spring, summertime. A summer is summer and summer and good form. Uh, some maybe haven't had the minutes they, they want to have. We've also got Ryan Jack and Kenny McLean back in the squad, two experienced players uh, that, we, that we missed over the summer. So, like I say, swings and roundabouts when it comes to naming a squad. It probably helps us a little bit that it's deeper into September this time where the squad gets together because normally it's, it's just at the very start of the season. So, a lot of the boys in good shape uh, and one or two probably hoping that they're, they're going to get a few more minutes before we meet up and I'm certainly hoping that as well. And what about the games? Then we've got Ukraine again, home and away. And in between, we've got Ireland in Glasgow well we're in a position where we've got our destiny in our own hands and that's all you can hope for so looking forward to difficult matches uh, good opponents uh, and hopefully like I said we can I felt that we stalled a little bit in the summer it would be nice to pick up the progress again 
Ukraine are a decent team and Republic Ireland weren't too bad either. We have, to, we have to go out there, we have to do better than we did in the summer and we have to pick up the points that we need to, to top the group. Barry, you played and captain for Scotland so many times. What about these games? It's a tournament that we've almost kind of forgotten about it, haven't we? And we're just getting the leagues underway. We've got Champions, the Champ League. Champions yeah. League. Yep. Um, and I, I'm just looking at the squad list yeah. it's a, a talented squad I just don't know where it's not, for me there's not a natural goal scorer I know we've, we've not been blessed with that over the, the, the number of years um, but got to go with Che Adams yeah he's he's the one for me Ryan Fraser back in obviously mm -hmm. with incident um, yeah. when he was obviously called off and yeah. he was seen training um, for Newcastle that was disappointing yeah it was but listen he's Listen, he's obviously spoke with Stevie Clark and he feels it's right to bring him in because Ryan Fraser can bring something um, to the, the squad, no doubt about it. He's different, isn't he? Yeah, and you look at the midfield area. Look, yeah. I, I think we've got real good quality in there. Like Callum McGregor, we've spoken about mm -hmm. Callum McGregor, John McGinn, Ryan Jack, Billy Gilmore, McTominay, Turnbull, a lot of good quality midfielders in there. The only disappointing thing is we're going to be missing our captain, but... Kieran Tierney for me I, I don't know who gets the captaincy is it Kieran Tierney um, John, John McGinn is it John McGinn yeah it is James Kieran Tierney for me he's not been playing at Arsenal mm -hmm. yeah. I've been noticing would um, you play Tierney for Scotland ahead of I don't know Scott McKenna I think Tierney, I think Tierney Scotland's most important player mm -hmm. yeah so you play him? Oh, Kieran yeah. Tierney, all day long. All day long. Well, here's yeah. the manager talking about Andy Robertson out and he mentions Kieran Tierney. It's always disappointing to, to lose key players. Uh, Andy's obviously a key player, captain. Big character for us within the squad. But as you, as you lose one top quality left back, you, you get another one back with, with Kieran being available this time. So I suppose that softens the blow. But you want all your good players there. You want all your players fit and available. But is one of the poorer side of the international selection is that you know that you're going to lose players through injury and you've just, have to, you've just got to deal with it. And yet it's been one of the things about his reign is that we've had few injuries uh, under Stevie Clark. We've been lucky in recent years. Yeah, you notice when the squads are announced, generally, normally you get two or three call-offs, mm. but if you've noticed since Steve Clark's been in, everybody turns up. It just shows you that they enjoy it, enjoy playing under Stevie Clark. And um, when you look at it, it is a, a talented, talented squad. Did the other name that shouts out is Jacob Brown at Stoke. He's a he's a mm. forward. He scored a couple of goals already this season. Uh, Has he? I think right, yeah. I think they all they obviously want to get him, uh, you know, some game time and commitment. Have you seen him, Andy? Uh, I haven't seen no. him, but I'm just aware of his. Yeah. Uh, he's I think he's about 24, mm. 25. So he's, he's brought in last season, wasn't he? He's another yeah. find for us. The full squad there. Yeah. Was he at Barnsley? Ryan yeah. Portis. Indeed, could be his first cap. Here is the three keepers are Craig Gordon, Liam Kelly and John McLaughlin. There's Grant Hanley, Jack Henry, Aaron Hickey, Scott McKenna, Nathan Patterson, Ryan Portis, you just mentioned, uh, Anthony Ralston, Greg Taylor, Kieran Tierney, Stuart Armstrong, all Celtic or ex-Celtic at that point, Billy Gilmer, who was in the Rangers books, he's uh, now ex-Chelsea, now at Brighton, Ryan Jack, you mentioned, John McGinn, the captain, Callum McGregor, Kenny McLean, Scott McTominay, David Turnbull, Che Adams, Jacob Brown, Ryan Christie, Lyndon Dykes, and Ryan Fraser. So that's the the full lineup. What about Ryan Fraser? The manager was asked about the return of the. Is he a prodigal son? No, there's no real process with Ryan. I, I said, uh, I think it was in March when he we, he missed the two friendly matches. We'd had a chat. Ryan wasn't playing for Newcastle at the time, and and I said at the time, if he's fit and available and playing well for Newcastle, he, he's definitely one that we we have to consider for selection. That's why he's in the squad this time because he's fit, available, and, and playing well for Newcastle. And what about Billy Gilmer? 
I think I think Billy was set in his own mind that he wanted to play more football, uh, and he didn't feel as though he was going to get that chance under Chelsea. And obviously, football can change very, very quickly, as as, as Billy's found out. He's got everything to play for at Brighton. They're going to appoint a new manager. Uh, it'll be down to Billy. His performances in training, his performances in the matches, will dictate whether he whether or not he gets picked to play for Brighton. So it's it's, it's down to Billy to do that. We've we've got him in the squad this time. We can we can give him a little bit of comfort when he comes up. And and I'm sure I know Billy well. He's, he's a good character. He's he's determined to make a big career in football and, and, and we know that he's, he's won for us and we'll give him every support he can. Barry, we know how much you like Billy Gilmer. It's been a tough year for him and yet man of the match at Wembley, what, 14, 15 months ago? Yeah, it's been tough. It was a tough loan period for him at, at Norwich. I don't think it would have done him any harm in terms of he's seen a different side of the game where when he was at Chelsea, it was he'd most of the ball. He went to a struggling Norwich team. Um, I think in time it'll, it'll do him well but He's at an age where we speak about it. I think you get an age where you need to at least be fighting to get into that starting eleven. It was never going to happen um, at Chelsea under the the previous manager. Now he's got his move to Brighton. I just hope he can force his way into the into the Brighton team because I, I do. I, I still think he's got a lot to offer. Yeah, you hope they pick up some. You would imagine they will pick up someone a bit like Graham Potter who plays in a, a similar style. It's it's a type of group of players uh, that they have and Billy Gilmore needs to play he needs if, uh, he wants to make a big career he's got a great chance at Brighton who play good football they're in the top flight they're, they made a good start to the season they don't tend to be one of the, the sort of relegation clubs so it's a great opportunity for them um, For Brighton just for those who missed it in the first hour obviously there's still chat people saying Brighton they do want Ange Postacoglu but neither Barry nor Andy thinks there's any chance that he would go to the Seagulls. I'm looking at both of you. No, I, I can't see it happening. Maybe in time, down the line. Um, but no, I think he looks in a, a good place. You just see him when he get interviewed. i seen the, the interview before the Real Madrid mm -hmm. game and it's showed you a different side to him. I'm talking about his family life, mm -hmm. moving to Japan, coming over here. And it seems that he's, he's really settled. The most important thing is when, when your family's happy, you're happy at your work as well. Um, but, no, I'd take my hat off to him. He's certainly impressed me with his, the way that he, he, he's got his football teams playing and his eye for a player. Obviously, it helped being in Japan, but these players are coming over to a, a different country. Um, but they've certainly impressed me. And guys who we spoke about earlier on, Matty O'Reilly playing League One, he's come up here and he's... You looked a top top player. Most and of them, Barry, they've got they've got character, mm -hmm. they, they've got desire. My goodness, they've got running power and energy. If if you don't have that, you you pretty much don't play. And I think that's why every Celtic fan's excited about seeing their team play every week. And the manager for you, I mean, Brighton. It happened with Brendan Rodgers and Leicester. Everyone, everyone, lots of people say, why why are you going to Leicester? I know they yeah. won the title in 2015-16, um, but. Money isn't everything, is it? And they could pay more money, I would imagine, because of the sure. riches they get. Sure. But the Champions League, something special could happen, is yeah. happening at Celtic. Yeah. And you hope, uh, as far as Celtic Rangers concerned, it's not just the Champions League. If it doesn't go well, you hope they can fall in, uh, either get out of the group or, or fall into the uh, UEFA um, uh, knockout stage. But I understand the, the lure of the Premier League. It's, it's a brilliant league. It's so competitive. You talk about the the money, and sometimes people use it as a as a step. I mean, there's there's Graham Potter. He's gone to Brighton. He's done good things, and all of a sudden he's got a 
would you say Chelsea one of the top four clubs mm. I think they are they're, they're in the, the Champions League what, what a move for him football is crazy isn't it he brought home the Champions League Thomas Tuchel just uh, when May 2021 yeah. he's gone he's and out. I was watching they've allowed him to spend I think it was £254 million in that transfer window yeah do you think he identified every one of those players <laughs> not a chance no no Todd Bowley maybe well, there you go the sporting director the well, billionaire sporting director there, there you yeah. go but uh, yeah I, I'm like you I mean 18 months ago he's bringing the Champions League and yeah. then you know obviously they had their problems with the, the whole Russian thing and the effect that it had on yeah, the club Abramovich but out I thought he carried the club through yeah. that really difficult spell and, and spoke really well mm-hmm. you have to make sure the new owners come in or you know, listen I don't know enough about it but you know one minute everyone's saying what a world class uh, coach he is yeah. and, and he, he didn't want to go did he apparently he pled his case but they said no it's over adios or auf Wiedersehen yeah must have been he loves it no it's this <laughs> uh, you must have enjoyed your weekend off eh? no, to, to be away you've yeah, been away practicing yeah, just, yeah, um, so <laughs> Tuchel has gone tomorrow night it's Champions League for uh, well Celtic first of all in Poland uh, in Warsaw and then Rangers against Napoli Napoli in town clearly a different atmosphere right across the country we fully understand it Um but the games themselves, well, we'll talk about them a bit more after the break. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com. Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! go, 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 go. So this is how it's going to look tomorrow night. We're on the air from just after 5.30 tomorrow, so a bit later than usual, but we'll be on for the Celtic games. Celtic playing Shakhtar Donetsk. And then later we've got the podcast... Barry, because there'll be obviously 50,000 Rangers fans at Ibrox tomorrow for Rangers-Napoli and then you'll join us later on and we'll go over the Rangers game afterwards. Yep, what, what, what time are we talking here? Uh, I think we'll do it. <laughs> I think it'll be on. So the game will finish at what, 10, 10 to 10? Yeah, yeah, 10 o'clock. Who, 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 would, who would you play, Barry? Is there anyone that's not been playing that you would bring in? My because... midfield three. I always look at a midfield yeah. area, the engine room. I would go Stephen Davis, Ryan Jack and Scott Arfield. And Stephen Davis in duty well, just now on does that yeah. mean he'll play? Yeah, well, I, I think, think so. Arfield, you, you need a goal scoring threat from mm. midfield, and obviously Arfield gives you that. Arfield playing, sorry, I, I forgot Lundstrom, but Arfield coming, no, he plays in that kind of right side yeah. area, but he's yeah. a clever footballer, mm. Scotty Arfield. And do you know what? He's a dying breed midfielder. And who's up runs. front for you? Is it Cholak? Got to be Cholak, can't be Morelos, can't Yeah, because he's not he's no played any yeah. football, Andy. Um, maybe if the game was on on Saturday and he got a that part of the game I could see Obviously Kent and who's yep. on the other side is it Tillman Matondo No the, the three sorry would be Lundstrom Jack and Davis No the, your front three mm. Cholak and then you've got Kent who's your other one is it Tillman No Arfield would play on that right side Oh right And the three would be Davis okay. Jack and Lundstrom Okay With Arfield there with uh, carrying yeah, I, I think yeah. you've got to bring it because Scott Arfield can play in that right side he's not a natural wide player but you know what he mm. plays in an area which allows Tavernier to overlap him because um, that's a big part of the mm. Rangers game I just think you've got to go with tried and trusted guys who can handle big occasions mm. and it's a big occasion tomorrow night it's, yeah. they'll mm-hmm. come under a bit of pressure at times and that's when you need the, the bit of know-how a bit of experience and um, Barry I'm always interested when you look at whoever whatever the starting 11 is, you've always got one eye on the bench mm. and thinking, well, who's strong there? Who can come on there? 
I think Celtic just now are really strong. But Rangers, not as strong, not as many options. You look at who they brought on in uh, in Amsterdam, mm-hmm. and it's young lads who mm-hmm. are you know by all means give them game time, but they're getting game time because. Rangers are what sharp shop and, and Leon King did well, didn't yeah, he? He did. He did. He did. He did. The boy did well. But if you look, like, Hadji would be on the bench, then you're missing Ben Davies or yeah. Mason John Souter, Kmar Roof. I, I, I don't know what's going on with, with Kmar Roof. I know he's injured. He's um, not. I don't think he's. Is he in the twenty-five? I don't think no. he's in the Champions League squad. No. No. He did mention him before the game the other week. He, he did say yeah. that he was ten or fourteen days away from being fit and ready. Um, but we keep going back to it. But it was one of the reasons why you thought. When Rangers get through an Eindhoven, um, Van Bronckhorst will go out and he'll get Good another change. forward. He'll get another striker. He'll, he'll get another option. And uh, it didn't happen. I was surprised. I mean, I, I did say I thought maybe one or two would come through the door, but then you listen to Gio after it and he's completely happy. And he's mentioned that a number of times he's completely happy with his squad. So to finish your team, Barry, any surprise? That so it's Alan McGregor and Alan goals. McGregor, yeah. Tavernier, yeah. Golson. I know Sanchez has done well, but see if Davis has been fat and training, yeah. I, you've got to put him in. Big Ben Davis, get him in. Yeah, yep. yep. And Borna Barisic. Yeah, yep, Barisic. of course. That would be your team, Andy. Have you got your Celtic team ready for tomorrow night? Or do you disagree with Barry about well, the Rangers I, team? I, I, so, I think with yeah. the, as far as the Celtic team, it mm. almost picks itself at the moment. Mm. Obviously, Joe Hart is undisputed, number yep. one. You've got Juranovic, Carter Vickers, Lucia mm. uh, Jens, because uh, Starfelt is out. Taylor, mm. I think he started the season really strongly. O'Reilly, McGregor, Hatati, if yeah. they're all fit, I think they'll play again. And then um, Yakimakis, who I don't think uh, makes the Celtic team any any weaker if he's playing ahead of Kyogo. I think Kyogo's maybe the number one, but if he's still trying to shake off that uh, mm. shoulder sure. injury, obviously Yota is um, is top man at sure. the moment. And a bad arm a bad arm either. So uh, that, that's what I mean. The number of options, because you yeah. can think, is it Hatati or Turnbull? Sure. I mean, mm. the, the, these yeah. guys, I think, are really good replacements mm. and make Celtic stronger. If Juranovic doesn't play, mm. put in Ralston. His numbers have been great as well. Scores a couple and uh, certainly gets a lot of assists, gets himself to the byline. Maida or a badder for you, Andy? Or you got to put a bad in just now. Sure. I mean, he, yeah. he, he had a couple of efforts in the game against Real Madrid. Didn't quite happen for him, but I mean, his game against uh, Rangers was terrific, and that's a big occasion. And you've got to remember, Paul, that this guy's twenty. He six, can get so much better. Six games, six goals. He's joint top with the Player of the Month, Kyogo. Barry, for you in the Celtic lineup, would you disagree with anything? That no, Andy I, I think there's nine positions that are probably dead cert to. Yeah. To play Joe Hart, Juranovic, Taylor as the fullbacks, Jens and Carter Vickers, Callum McGregor. I, I think his strongest midfield three is McGregor, Hattati, and O'Reilly. Yep, that's his go to midfield yep. three. Yeah, but right. again, I speak to Celtic fans. If a David Turnbull comes in there, if a Moy comes in mm. there, the, the Danish lad Abelgaard. So, I mean, there are, mm. you haven't seen uh, him in, in action, and these are all. I think good options for mm-hmm. him. And then you've got your your front three. You've got Jota, you've got Abada, Maeda, Giacomakis, and and Kyogo. Um, and Jota's going to play. I think he's he's number one striker as Kyogo. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, Kyogo coming off after the first couple of minutes in the the old firm game, and you're thinking that's going to make Celtic weaker. Mm-hmm. 
I thought, but I thought Geomarcus gave he, the... He was great because when you remember the game in February, Celtic were three up at half-time and Yakimakis played then and he was really unlucky not to score. But um, yeah, I think he's the options there are, I think they're exciting for every Celtic supporter. And Andy, inevitably when, you know, Rangers have had a, a really tough, those two games, losing four at Celtic and then yeah. losing four um, to Ajax, you talk about that and say, well, what are Rangers going to do different for tomorrow? For mm. Celtic, that win against Rangers and then the way they played against Real Madrid, yeah. what are you thinking just now? Because the I, Celtic fans seem to be yeah. really, really buoyant. Yeah, I think they are. But, you know, it's important not to lose tomorrow. You, you, yeah. you don't want to be no. sitting on zero points after mm. two games and it looks as though Real Madrid and maybe, well, obviously, if, if Celtic lose, then Shakhtar are on six mm. points here. You're chasing your tail and you're up against Leipzig. You've still to play them home and away. The last thing you want to do is finish bottom of this group. I thought it was a relatively kind group uh, for Celtic. I think they can compete with Shakhtar, compete with uh, Leipzig, and obviously they competed with uh, Real Madrid for about a, a, an hour, but no surprise that they had a different level, different uh, gears to go up. So um, it really starts for Celtic tomorrow and hopefully they can uh, get some points on the board and do you think they will tomorrow yeah I think they can uh, I think they can win I think they're capable of winning but I think you would accept a draw away from home I think they've got the you know the strength in defence I think Carter Vickers has been really strong um, you know I think uh, Ange Postecoglou would probably play Starfield in front of Jens if they, if they were all fit but there you go. There's someone injured. And Do you Jens, agree with that? Sorry. Do you, would you go for Starfield? Yeah, Starfield and, Jens. you know, Welsh started the season. He was another option, got a goal against Aberdeen, but it looks as though it's Carter Vickers and or, uh, you know, Jens or Starfield. And your scoreline? I think Celtic will win 2-1. Two, 2-1? One. Two, one. Yeah. That would be good news, Barry, wouldn't it? Yeah, you know? it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. It wouldn't. With a, listen, confidence is clearly high. Mm -hmm. Um, after the last cup, well, just the start of the, the season that they've had domestically. Um, last week, they showed a real competitive edge against, for me, the best team in Europe at this moment in time, Real Madrid. They're European champions um, and and they gave them a, a right good game. Just their top quality in the end showed. Um, so, listen, don't be surprised. But again, Champions League, and I tell you, in Europe, you come back and that playing with a point, you're always happy. We had great chat last week at the Radisson Red when we were there with Steen for the podcast and some of the Rangers fans, we asked them about Alfredo Morales and they still, almost a man and woman, said, yeah, he's still one of their top players and they all thought, didn't they, Barry? They all thought he is going to perform for Rangers uh, this season. It'd be great if he did in the Champions League. Yeah, but I, I don't think he'll start tomorrow no. night because no. he's, he's um, look, you can do all the training and they'll tell you, you can train double sessions. There's nothing like playing games of football and, and that's what he's lacking at this moment. Yeah, time. I think it's important he does get some game time. You've got a game at Ibrox on Saturday against Dundee United. Van Bronckhurst is talking about him, you know, looking better, uh, you know, than he was a couple of weeks. You would expect that. It's just highly debatable why his attitude has been so off it since, the, I mean, we're in the, what, we're in the middle of September and he's he's beginning to look good. He's He's a couple of months too late. Just shows you, though, the fans absolutely yeah, yeah. love him. But look at the number of people who would love to have played for Rangers and they see that he, he doesn't treat it, he hasn't treated it the way he should. So the manager was asked after, you know, a torrid week for them, 
How are they all feeling? Well, the mood is good. We've been together for now a couple of days. We have uh, more training sessions than we are used to have before games. So uh, the mood is good. Only, you know, the time is tomorrow to perform. And this was a key question. He was asked about his philosophy. And, you know, all the chat going on, Chris Boyd saying, oh, who's in charge? He's in manager in name only or whatever. And what's his philosophy for football at Rangers? No, nothing to change about philosophy. Two weeks ago, we qualified for Champions League. Everything was fine. We are, everyone was praised about the, 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 the team, about the staff, about the club. We're doing well. And two days later, it looks like we haven't performed in the last couple of years. I mean, that's the dynamic of football. So I'm not changing anything about my philosophy, how I want to play. Of course, there are, there's a lot of room for improvement, but I think the most disappointing of the last two games that we didn't perform. And the disappointment I have, the players, for sure, they have it because we talked about it. And that's, uh, that's something that I have to change. And, and, and losing two games against, uh, against good opponents is, you know, we, you don't play every year against in, in the Champions League. And the level we're we, we facing now in a couple of months, we have never endured that in the last 12 years. So, of course, it's going to be tough. I don't understand why we have to put our philosophy on the side. We faced heavy defeats. So they did it in Europe last season. We know it's up a level, Barry, but what do you expect again tomorrow night, Rangers-Napoli? A reaction. Yep, you're only good as your last game. The last couple of games have not been good enough in terms of Rangers as a football club. Gio knows that. He's been a player here before, Paul. He knows the demands and expectations. And I expect Rangers to go out. Look, I'm not saying they're going to run over the top in Napoli because they're coming up against a very good team in Napoli with very good players. Um, but go in and at least compete and I'm sure they will and I think they'll come away with a point tomorrow night Is it a scoring draw? Yeah I think it'll be yeah. one each um, and they've got a point to prove because listen I, nobody likes criticism but the best way for me is when you're getting criticised the best way is to go and show that on the, the football pitch and, and go and try and get a, a positive result and performance and I think they'll do that tomorrow and if we'd said a month ago, Rangers and Celtic are going to be in the Champions League and Celtic will be up against Real Madrid last week and yeah. then this week, Napoli in town. I'll be honest, I didn't I didn't expect Rangers to get past uh, PSV Eindhoven. So uh, I think that shows you the level of performance that they're capable of and that wasn't long ago. And the surprise is just the, the fall in the level of performance. You know, you can lose these games by a, a, a narrow margin, but they've been been hammered both times and that's been the biggest surprise what's your scoreline just to recap yeah I was yep. going with Craig the caller earlier yep. I, I thought he got it right 2-2 two, two. I think Rangers will get off the mark and I think uh, you would expect some sort of reaction at Ibrox the big crowd uh, just the occasion and uh, the fact that they've been so poor in the last couple of games you would take that wouldn't you a point tomorrow night against Napoli yeah, well, after watching Napoli and, yeah. and, and Liverpool yeah. last week, I was so impressed with them. Um, they blew Liverpool away. Four goals, Barry. They missed uh, a penalty. They yep. won off the line. It was astonishing. And of course, we need it for the coefficient looking forward to the coming seasons because at the moment we've, we've plummeted. You know, Motherwell out right away. Dundee United seems a long time ago, uh, doesn't yeah. it? If, I, if I'm a Rangers player yeah. at this moment in time, I, I can't wait for this game to come uh -huh. around. Now I just want to go and get that warm-up yeah. and that whistle going at 8 o'clock and, and get why you're done getting about it and go and show a bit of passion and I'm, I'm sure they will they will do that Barry we'll uh, hear from you on the podcast tomorrow night later on yeah yep. look forward to that no problem Paul and Andy we'll look forward to seeing you and we'll see you on Sky as well
Looking forward to it on Sunday, St Mirren midday and uh, you know Celtic just looking to build on that uh, really good early season form. They've been sparkling middle to mm. front. The chances they create, winning games, winning at Kilmarnock by five, obviously at Dundee United, winning by nine. Extraordinary stuff. Thanks very much. Thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll be on air tomorrow night, remember, just after half past five. See you then. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! Service your existing car with us right now and it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December.